What up? What up? That's right. We are live. We are back in action with style and fashion, pouring out our passion for the NFL, smashing through your radio waves, you diehards sitting in your NFL man caves. Here we go. We're back for another edition of Third and Three, presented by the Sports Common, brought to you by Reebok. Go to thirdandthreepodcast.com for all the latest deals and winter wear. Get some new kicks for the holidays. All Reebok has got to offer. It's the perfect time to do it. Take advantage of our offer. Go to Third and Three podcast.com to get the deals you know it that's how we do it and we show it we love you we're here we're ready to roll tricky nikki gifts the real deal damian adams in the house how we doing guys we're good we're in week 14 already guys yeah it's a little depressing isn't yeah it? i know i know <laughs> I, it's well, like he's not depressed on this like private island he's got no obviously not over he's there Beavis island is right next to him and then you got adam's <laughs> island <laughs> yeah you know um, i just just bought the island you know i was trying to splurge with the yeah. podcast money so i was like you know may as well go ahead and give me an island so i can get away from all the trouble so and you yeah. can see i'm on my yacht and the, and the island's behind me so i own the yacht <laughs> yes. and the island yes. like a nice quiet perfect day over there on your island yes here. we're all gonna come work for gms there you go free uh promo drop right there for you yes guys. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Ma? Ma's joining the show today. Beautiful thing. Before we get going, Nikki, you got something to share with us, don't you? I do. We have a new sponsor, everybody. Woo! So this is very fitting. Uh, I make no secret about it that I do get Botox and lip injections. And hey, that's okay. Um, <laughs> so side note, you know, I know guys that get Botox too. So this is not just for the ladies, but for the ladies. So our friend, Dr. David Cashin, he has a phenomenal office in Long Island. So if you guys are interested to, yeah, and he's expanding to the Cleveland Clinic Center. So he's going to do a whole flagship office there. So he is fantastic at injectables, Botox, lip injections. Um, anyway, if you are interested, he has a wait list going on. I'm going to put it on my Instagram, but you guys will get um, 30% off all injectables. If you are interested in that, you just have to use the promo code Nikki and that's it. Simple stuff right Simple there. Stuff. Not edibles, not edibles, injectables. Make not sure edibles, not yet. Injectables. <laughs> so you just get like a little poop here, a little bit here, right? do a little baby Botox, do a little lip flip, a little lip injection, whatever you want. Um, just use promo code Nikki. That's it. Okay. Okay. Yes. So, how about that? You you are a promo code. Is that unbelievable? Uh, or what? You're promo right, yes, my promo code <laughs> Nikki, right there. Your name. I, I have a promo it. code. I love it. All right. I know some people who can definitely use that action, so I'll be passing the message along. Beautiful. Nice. All right. Well, let's get going. Time for some football talk. It was a pretty awesome weekend. We're looking forward to another amazing one coming up starting tomorrow night. We got the Rams and we got the Raiders, but we got some neighborhood news to get into. Firstly, I just want to mention to both of you guys, the Denver Broncos, what a shame, what a waste of a great defense that nobody even knows about because they're a losing team and they can't score, and they only allow 17 points a game, and it should be less than that, but they're on the field all damn game. Just some, look, names that you guys need to know at home, and D, Nikki, I know you guys know these names, but Draymond Jones and DJ Jones, who came over from the 49ers, Deshaun Williams, their secondary may be the best in football with Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons, Pat Sertan is a top three cornerback in the NFL. They're just awesome all over. I mean, Ballon Browning is another guy that nobody knows about deep because this defense is so fantastic, but they get no love because their offense sucks. This would really be one of the best defenses that we've seen in the last 
20 years probably, but nobody's talking about it. Well, yeah, because one of the best defenses of all <laughs> has maybe the worst offense we've seen in the last 20 years Awful. that they're playing Awful. with right now. Like if Denver had just a bad offense, not good, not average, not great, just a bad offense, they'd be like 10 and 2. But they, but they have yeah, yeah. a historically awful, terrible offense, and that's why they're not winning games. If they had the Carolina Panthers offense, we know the Panthers aren't good at offense. If they had the Carolina Panthers offense, they'd be like 10 and 2. Carolina's averaging like 19 points a game. If they had that offense, they'd be 10 and 2. It is on Nikki. They have the greatest mm-hmm. defense that you can ask a team to have, but yeah. they are 32nd. In offense, they just can't. What a waste of a great defense. And no wonder why they're yelling at Russell Wilson on the sideline. No, it is a waste. It's not just Russell Wilson, though. No, it's not. You can't hack it. Something is wrong over there. And honestly, like, he can't possibly get another coaching job after this. He should have been fired already, Nikki. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, they gave him an assistant. Like, I don't, I mean. Right, they gave him 12 assistants, and it's not working. Yeah, how many more assistants (laughs) can you want? Jeez. All right. So here's a fascinating thing that I saw over the weekend and I started concocting my own stats. The Packers now lead the Bears in all time wins in NFL history, 787 to 786. So I started thinking, I'm like, well, the Packers have owned them for a long time between Favre and Rodgers, right? Well, check this out. So two of the best all time records, like I said, in the league, Favre as a Packer, not as a Viking or a Jet, as a Packer, went 22 and 10 against the Bears. Rodgers is 25 and five all time. This is going back to 1992. So the Bears have only beat the Packers 15 times in the last 30 years, 15 times in 62 games. D, that just shows you one, the greatness of those quarterbacks. And two, what a flip-flop. The Bears owned them 30 years ago in wins. But this is unbelievable. It also shows you the flip of the league, right? The yes. league went from being a running league, rough and yes. tough, three yards in a cloud of dust, to you need your quarterback to be excellent to win games. Green Bay got excellent quarterbacks. Chicago, hopefully, have one of Justin Fields. We still, you know, yet to be determined on that, but have not had one. And that's why you see the shift in that rivalry. Mm-hmm. That's a great point, man. That makes all the sense in the entire world because, Nikki, going back to even the early 90s, we were seeing – Emmett Smith win MVPs, and you would never see that nowadays. Running backs don't win MVPs anymore. No, so D is they right. The game I is wish different. they would. Yeah, it's too bad. It's I wish they bad. would. Last one was Adrian Peterson, and that's only yeah. because he went for over two thousand yards. My God. Yeah. Von Miller's yeah, out with Christian, the with Christian Ponder at quarterback. I always have to say yeah, when people are right. That's um, right. Yeah, we all picked the Bills to go to the Super Bowl, and they still might. But Nikki, now they have to do it without Von Miller. This is bad. Yeah, I know. I think they'll be okay, though. Like, (laughs) they're one of those teams that, like, (laughs) you're good enough that you can overcome one of these devastating injuries. They're good enough to overcome these mistakes, not like the Giants, who just, you know, can't close out a game with 47 different opportunities. Mm -hmm. You know, they're good enough that they can overcome these things. So it's unfortunate, but I I think they'll be just fine. You know what? I think they're going to be all right also, even though that those are huge shoes to fill, D, because he was their best pass rusher by far. The thing is, they do get Tredavious White back now, and he's playing, so that's a great thing. So maybe he can make up for some of that lackluster in the pass rush now. But, you know, guys like Greg Rousseau are going to have to step up, and Edmonds are going to have to step up. But this is a huge loss, Von Miller. I mean, again, we're talking about a key guy who was going for his third Super Bowl with a third different team. 
Yeah, no, it definitely is a big loss. Uh, but like Nikki said, this team somehow manages to overcome those losses, right? They had a bunch of losses in the secondary, like you mentioned, and somehow overcome those losses, especially at safety. And have been mm-hmm. over, to over able to overcome those losses by just next man up. You know, it's a cliche, but this team honestly shows that it really does come through for them. So I think that they'll be able to overcome this. Now, that big-time play, right? You're playing against the Chiefs, and you need that sack of Patrick Mahomes on third down instead of him running around for three extra seconds. That's where you may see, like, ah, we had Von Miller right here. That's where you might see it. But I think they'll be okay as far as the season goes and into the playoffs. Well, this just means their offense is going to have to score like maybe three more points a game or something like that, and they are capable of doing so. We'll see James Cook becoming more a part of that offense right now. Uh, Mike Patton, he's with us. He thinks that this is definitely a big blow, and I totally agree. Totally agree. All right, a couple more things in the neighborhood news, and I got to ask you guys this question. First off, Nikki, yes. let's see. Can the Lions, who yours truly predicted would make the playoffs this mm-hmm. year, and I don't know right now, but they're 5-7. and seven. So my question to you is, can they make the playoffs? And do they have to win five in a row to go 10 and seven? They have the Vikings this week in which they're favored. Then they're at the Jets, at the Panthers, got the Bears at home, and then the Packers. That is not a tough schedule. Can Detroit get four out of five or maybe even five out of five? Do you think so with that with that schedule? I mean, in theory, yes, the schedule is easy, but I mean, we've also seen Detroit like blow some of these games too. Yeah. So um, yeah, they do have to win out, correct? I think probably. I think they have to yeah, win probably. out. So, yeah. yeah, I think uh, ten no. wins is the is the mark that you have to get to. I, I'm gonna assume they're gonna lose two of those last five. Okay, so D, uh, she says two out of the last five, and Mike saying Lions are gonna make the Super Bowl line at Food Line. No play. Well, probably no players. <laughs> this year. I mean, it'd be close again. Five and seven D. They got the Vikings this week at home, the Jets, the Panthers, the Bears, and then the Packers. It's not a tough schedule, so it's. It's not out of the realm of possibility, but they would need help again from either Washington yeah. or the Giants. One of them would have to fall off. And they watch both your mouth. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they would that's the thing. So they would need either, like like you said, Giants, Washington, or maybe even, you know, sad to say it, San Francisco without Jimmy G. They would need or somebody to fall or Seattle. They would need one or two of those teams to take a major fall. Uh, and that's the part that I don't think is going to happen. I don't think they're going to have one or two of those teams take a major fall for them to climb back up in there. I wish this team was in the NFC South. If they were in the NFC I South, they'd have a legit chance oh. to <laughs> to make the playoffs, and they would be a fun playoff team. No, the Bucks aren't a fun playoff team. Do not get fooled by them, like <laughs> no. coming back on the Saints. The Saints absolutely just choked that game away on Monday Night Football. One of the biggest choke did. jobs you're ever going to see. So don't Three get fooled by that. Left. Three minutes yes. left. That's all. Come on, man. Pull it out. Yeah, it's the so many things had to go wrong for the Bucks to win that game. And everybody's gonna be like, oh, Tom Brady, like the Saints yeah. absolutely just swallowed chicken bone on Monday night football for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, oh, no, we haven't no, heard that no. one in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was the start of it on Mike Evans. That that was the start of it. But you know what? He probably would have scored a touchdown anyway. But then again, he did yeah. drop an easy goal yeah. earlier this year. Maybe it shows up again. Mike already beaten me to the punch over here. Jets are gonna beat. Them with Mike White at the helm talking about the Bills they got this week. Right now, the Jets are the yeah. seventh seed, Nikki. They have left the Bills this week, then the Lions, like we spoke about, the Jaguars, the Seahawks, and then they finish it out with the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. If 10 wins is the target also in the AFC, can they get three more wins there with 
the Lions, the Jaguars, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Seahawks. That's tough. I don't know if they can get three. Probably two. But I I will say I read Mike Patton's comment as Jews are going to beat them with Mike. Oh, my God. I was like, what does that mean? That is so funny. Oh, my Lord. I like really sat here and had to reread it a couple times. <laughs> I made a first grammatical error over there trying to figure if Jets are going to beat them up. Well, Mike White has been showing some stuff. Do you think he's got enough he's stuff to well. win three games? Like, I guess the Lions, the Jaguars, and the Seahawks are the most winnable games there, sandwiched in between the Bills yeah. and the Dolphins to close it out. Yeah. What do you think? You think I the think that the Jets wins? definitely, yeah. I think they can get three wins. I, I can see them getting into the playoffs. I don't see any of the teams behind them really making a run i don't see the patriots mm. making that run like i think they'll get in and it might just be by, by default for that seven spot but i think they'll be a dangerous playoff team and if the bills aren't careful we could get bills jets first round that could be very very wow. interesting Ooh. Yeah. a little preview coming up this weekend it is rivalry rivalry week and that's hard to say and we'll get to that in yeah. a little bit but zach wilson mike saying may as well go playing the safe by the bell remake because he won't be the starter again this year won't even be the backup uh, he does look like a high school student for that. That was it. Does, for sure. man. <laughs> all finished right there. Oh, man. I, there's a lot more stuff I can bring up with you guys right now, but we'll just do one more in um, neighborhood news because we want to move on. I have something interesting. I'll bring up to you guys next week. It's about a little tease, having a kickoff in every quarter. But last thing I'll bring up right now, who is the best team in the NFL, Damien? Best team in the NFL right, right now is the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, mm-hmm. I, hate, I know Nick right. doesn't want to hear that. Uh, oh, but don't. when you look at a team that's able to win in different ways, Philadelphia does it in all types of ways. They can blow you out if they're rolling. If it's a close game, they can make that last second drive where if you're trying to play off and you're trying to play in the zone to protect from the pass, Jalen Hurst can run on you. If you play up close, then now you got A.J. Brown going over the top. They have so many weapons, so many different ways to beat you. And I love how this team just finds different ways to do it. And they look, they've been the most complete team so far. So I have to go with Philadelphia. I agree with you. And I just want to put up this uh, comment over here from a Philly, a Poppy. <laughs> I think that's maybe referring to Big Poppy over there. Bill's losing uh, Vonis. Yeah, we talked about that. And that maybe takes them out of the equation, Nikki, for the best team in the NFL. I agree with D. And I think the Eagles are the most complete team right now. We saw them take down Tennessee, put up 35 points on this weekend. They got a tough defense. They really do, Tennessee. And and you know what? They stopped Derrick Henry, so they're showing that they can now go against the run game. Philly has been so impressive this year. And maybe you thought about the Chiefs a little bit, but then the Bengals beat them. So it's like, oh, damn. Maybe the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know. That, I'm sure that's not music to your ears at all right now. But who do you think? Shut up. You don't want none of that. You don't want none of that. No, I don't. Who do you think, though? In all honesty, taking bias out of the equation, who do you think? I'm not a bias. Like, I think I've become way more objective over the years of doing this show and podcast. She becomes objective now when the Giants are actually having a good season. (laughs) I've been objective for two and a half years. We're going on three years. I've been really objective. This is the first time the Giants have been good in like ten years, and I don't even think they're that great. All right, they got a lot of problems. So, but they're playing a meaningful game in December, and it's been a minute. No, um, yeah, you know, I will say like the Chiefs, like the Bengals just seem to have the Chiefs number. So I'm not going to like, you know, ding them too much for that. They're still one of the top teams in the league. 
Uh, but yeah, I just don't know who's stopping Philly at this point. I don't know if anybody's going to stop him, but we still have a lot more football left to play. So I don't know, man. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Um, Dallas is a tough team right now. I'm looking forward to seeing those two teams play again. That'll be very interesting. I'm not. For sure. <laughs> well, you, you want them to beat each other up, right? So you can slide in there and, you know, take control. Maybe get a – I don't know. We'll see. Mm, I, we have to – I think three. Three would do it. And I don't know where those three wins are coming from. Well, we'll see. Five weeks left. Five games left to play. We'll find out. So, All right, Gutsy. Nikki, how did right, you dude. feel after the tie? How did you feel? <laughs> All right, you guys know me. How do you think I felt? <laughs> I like. I'm just so mad. Like, there shouldn't be ties in football. There's no crying in fucking baseball, and there should be no goddamn ties <laughs> in football. Like, what are we doing? Why can't we just play until somebody scores? I know it's like that for the postseason, but like what? It's stupid. It's the stupidest shit ever. I can't stand it. And honestly, it feels like a loss. I didn't know how to feel. So I just felt like, well, we lost because they had opportunities to close it out and you couldn't do it. Are you serious? I felt like as much praise as I give Brian Dable, I just felt like they were playing for the tie, which pissed me off even more. Mm -hmm. They were playing not to lose what it looked like, right? Yeah, there was a lot of opportunities for them to close it out. You got to give uh, T. Henney, as I call him, Taylor Heineke, got to give him some credit. He made some really big plays to keep that game going. At fourth and four, where he's running to the left and and find Samuel down the field, that was huge to keep that drive going. Uh, and I, I watched that whole second half. I was I was glued in. And I thought for sure, I'm like, the Giants are eventually going to pull away because they had. it seems like they had it in their hand, like to just one more field goal, one more good drive, and they would have won this game. They just couldn't do it. Uh, so they you do have to like hold a accountable for that. Yeah, yeah, they look like the better team on the field. I'm like, the Giants look like the better team in this game right now. So, it, yeah, that's got to sting a little bit, knowing that you were the better team on that particular Sunday. At least Boys for Life giving you some love, saying the Giants are better than the Eagles living in a whole other planet right now, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, Nikki did channel her inner uh, Tom Hanks right yeah, there. Yep, she sure did. did. <laughs> I did. All right, we're going to get into game picks in a few minutes over here. But first, uh, before Bragan writes to Crow Bites, Gutsy and Putsy Cole, I'm wrapping up into one play here. And that was the 49er Dolphin game when the Dolphins, or Mike McDaniel, I should say, decided to go for it on fourth and one from their own 19-yard line, pulling a Brandon Faley out of his ass right there. There were 10 <laughs> minutes left to go, and this was only a one-score game. Again, we're in the fourth quarter with 10 minutes left. Yeah. It's a one-score game. Now, I will say, it did work out for them. That's why the gutsy part comes in, because they did convert. Later on in that drive, on another fourth down, they did not convert, but whatever, deep. That takes guts, and to me, that is more putsy than gutsy, going for on your own 19-yard line in a one-score game with 10 minutes left to go. Yeah, you can tell that he felt like our offense isn't doing anything. Like our offense is not able to really generate drives, even though it's only one score. Two of the scores came on long passes. Like the first score of the game was a a long pass and then one to type hill later on. So most of the game, their offense was very, very stagnant and couldn't do much. They were not. And what I noticed in that game is that Miami was, or San Francisco, excuse me, was very aggressive with Miami's receivers. And most teams have been scared to be aggressive because all the speed they have. But San Francisco's like, no, we're going to be ourselves. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to press. We're going to bring pressure. And it threw off the timing of Miami for the most for most of the game, outside of the times where they did get beat in those two big plays. So I think that McDaniel thought, man, let's try to shake them up. Let's try to do something here to get our offense going. So I definitely get the pussy part of it, though, because if it doesn't work out, you're just giving points away. Uh, so yeah. I definitely get why you say that, though. 
Yeah, because then you're giving points away, Nikki, to a defense that's stout right there, and all they got to do is kick a field goal to take a two-score lead. So I was like, I mean, this is crazy right now. And again, not like Miami's defense is great or anything, but San Fran's yeah. is. So I don't know. I don't know. Tough crazy. one. Yeah. Well, tough. I love how you wrapped it all into one. Like you just couldn't decide. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you got to. So if you just plop it all in right there. Yeah, Mikey Patton, um, here we go. 49ers are playing the Bucks this week. We'll talk about that in a bit. But first, before the game picks, one more thing. D, bragging rights and curl bites, baby. Yes, this is where we get to brag about something we got right in the prior week and also eat crow about something we got wrong in the prior week all throughout the season. Uh, so it can go either way. We don't follow rules. Uh, but this is where <laughs> we get to eat some crow and then wash it down with some bragging rights. So we're going to go ladies first here. Uh, what are you eating crow on this week, Nikki? <laughs> um, well, this is embarrassing, but not because I, I had a reasoning behind it. I thought if any team was going to stop Philly, it would be Tennessee because it was like they're built to do that. I thought that was the one team. They have a really good defense. I thought they'd be able to slow them down or beat them. Um, no, I was really wrong on that one. Happens. Yeah, uh, that was that was a that was a tough one right there. Uh, Philadelphia definitely <laughs> showed off right there. I've never seen a game get a GM fired, but that's what <laughs> that's what it looks yeah. like. Yeah, happened. <laughs> obviously, obviously, I'm joking. It's more it's more than that. Obviously, behind the story, probably gonna find out more. You know, in the weeks, uh, you know, following, but definitely to look bad that they got whooped on like that, didn't fire the GM. Uh, uh-huh. So, what are you eating crow on this week, Jay? I'm going to eat crow now fully on the Broncos. And I could have done this weeks ago, but you know, now that we're already into week 14, I, I, you guys know, I picked them to go to the playoffs this year and that was a mistake. I knew their defense was going to be great. Like I talked about at the top of the show, the Broncos defense, they're even better than I thought they were going to be obviously. Yeah. So that's what I saw coming. And I thought that by week five, six, seven, even eight at the worst that the Broncos would finally get it together on offense, but it just has not happened. So I was dead wrong about them not just going to the playoffs, but the th- thinking that their offense would come along and Nathaniel Hackett would actually be like some sort of integral part in the whole thing. No, bad news right there. So that's a full crow bite on the entire season. You know, I would never imagine I would say this, but the Broncos defense is probably looking at the 2000 Ravens offense like, man, that was good offense. <laughs> <laughs> probably. God. Like, oh, man, I wish we had Trent Dilfer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> never. I didn't think the offense could be this bad, and it have really have an historically yeah. great defense the way they are. They're just what a shame, what a waste, what a waste. It is a waste. Yeah, it's it's crazy that you have that extreme on both sides. It's absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You never think that. Uh, so for my crow bites, you were just talking about the game. I picked Miami to beat San Francisco. So not only does San Francisco beat them down because their defense oh. is excellent, but they lose Jimmy G. Unfortunately for the season. In comes some guy that none of us has heard of, Mr. Irrelevant yeah. himself, right. <laughs> comes in and yeah. is able to play pretty good. He played pretty well in that game uh, and kept their offense afloat. And Miami just didn't look like themselves. And it's because of that San Francisco defense. So I have to eat crow on the fact that I thought Miami would beat them. And even without their starting quarterback, San Francisco still won that game. So I have to yeah. eat crow and take it from your team in that one. I like hearing that crow bite right there. I love that. I love that. Look. <laughs> The game, it wasn't Purdy. Oh, actually, no, yes, it was. It was Purdy. Oh, <laughs> you work all day on that. <laughs> I knew I knew it was coming. I knew one was Something coming. Right. But I, that's, 
<laughs> but the timing, the timing was perfect right there. That's why Jake has paid the big bucks. And he's in, I'm just borrowing <laughs> his island right now behind me. Oh. That's why, because he comes, <laughs> he comes up with the big stuff. Uh, but um. now let's get to the bragging rights. Uh, for my bragging rights, this is one that we all can have, but I called it out. I guess I just called it out first. Uh, at the time we did the podcast, the Lions were underdogs to the Jaguars. And I was like, there's no way. Like, why are they, under, are they underdogs to the Jaguars? We should just bet them straight up on the money line. And we did yep. eventually put it on our par pay of the week as well. But Lions whooped on the Jaguars. And normally, you know, Vegas or the house gets it right. But every once in a while, they'll leave you a gym. And this was one of those where immediately it stood out to me. Like, they're tripping. Like, there's no way yeah. Jacksonville <laughs> should, be, <laughs> should be favored in this game. And we called that out immediately. So it's a little bit to all of us. But I called it out first on that one. So, Lions beating up on the Jaguars is my bragging rights. What are you bragging about, Jay? Yeah, Vegas lost on that one pretty bad. They had to move the line back to where the Detroit became favored in order to balance it out a little bit. What am I bragging on? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to brag on something big time, all right, in a couple of minutes. But I'll save that for a little bit. I did win my office pool last week, so I brought home the cash, oh. which is a nice thing. Yep, won the office pool. And I gave you my personal par pay, which was the Packers over the Bears. They covered the three and a half. I gave you the Broncos, yeah. which is ironic, but they were getting nine and a half points or whatever the hell it was, and they covered that as well. Um, it was only a one-point loss against Baltimore. We're talking about Baltimore with Tyler Huntley in now. And, again, the Lions, we just talked about it. Like, we can all brag on that? Yeah. Like, the Lions was a total freaking layup. I don't know what Vegas was thinking on that, D, but they gave us one right there. For sure, for sure. And what are you bragging about, Nikki? I think we can all brag on our parpay has been like pretty good the past yes. four weeks. I know we've had a couple of weeks where mm -hmm. like we hit like three out of four. So, mm -hmm. um, and I've gotten DMs with people thanking us. <laughs> winning that? That money, so that's great. <laughs> um, but I just want to brag a little bit of, I told you so, um, to everybody who told me Deshaun Watson was not going to be rusty. Um, he clearly was. Oh, yeah, so, he was super yeah, I yeah. was harping on that all week when people asked me on every show. I said he's going to be rusty and he hasn't played in like two years. And a lot of people were like, no, he's gonna be fine. He's gonna come out slinging it. It's gonna be great. He's not gonna have a misstep. Well, no. he's rusty. They need the candy WD 40. I know we'll get into that. Oh, I know we'll get into that later on uh, our freaky fancy draft. I know I did pretty bad because I picked Deshaun Watson. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there it is right there. Bragging and crow biting. That's how we do it. And now a little competition action. All right. Getting into our weekly picks over here. Like we said, we hit our par pay. Lions. All right. Beat the Jags straight up. No problem. We picked the Bengals over KC. We got you there. And the Saints Bucks went under the 40 and a half. No problem. No problem. We'll have you again this week. We'll tell you exactly what we're doing. All right. Team records update. Nikki, you still got this thing. 67 wins and D and I are now tied at 57. Uh, Nikki, Whoa. I don't see any possible way you lose this one. I don't no. think there's any way. You're up by yeah. 10 wins already. So, yeah, yeah that sucks. Um, week 13 records. <laughs> week 13. I, let's give a shout out to Pat Williams who joined us for our weekly picks. Are you guys ready for this? He went 13 1 and 1 in his oh. picks. Wow. Did he? Yes. Shout out to Pat. All <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, talk about, you know, coming through. I mean, on third and three and doing that. I mean, great. 13-1-1. One, one. Obviously, there's a tie in everybody's score yeah. over here. I will tell you right now, we all triple locked, which is a beautiful thing. Damien, you went 10-4-1. Nikki, 11-3-1. And, and your good old Uncle Ooh. Jay here had what you would call a no-hitter, not a perfect game. 14-0. 
and one. Did not lose one game wow. this entire week. That's what I'm bragging on right there. That's where the wow. big wow. Did not lose one game. The fucking Dang. Giants in Washington kill me with the tie over there. <laughs> Otherwise, I could have had a perfect 15 and 0 record. But you know what? I will take 14 0 and 1. How about wow. That? That's awesome. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's why that's I want my awesome. Like, you should have do the. Yeah, the bet I the bet I do every week where I do one dollar and I bet all the different spreads of the week. You should have yeah. did that, man. You could have came out huge. <laughs> well, that's funny to say that I usually do bet every game worth the spread, and I normally will balance out or you know. It, so I did that this week, and I fucking wow. And I mean, I really brought home the cash this week, so I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy. It was a good weekend. The 49ers. So I really did borrow his island. That's yeah, behind me. Yes. He won the yes. office pool. <laughs> he, won, he won money in betting and he let me borrow. And he was nice enough to let me borrow his island. <laughs> all right, how about that? There you go. You chill on it as long as you want. And I'm also giddy because yeah. all three of us are in the real deal fantasy playoffs. No matter what happens this week, all of us Yay. are in. We're all in. So don't let's call go. it a comeback. I'm That's the comeback right. player of the year. <laughs> the seeds don't she matter. Did. She started all. off rough and was able to come back and lock in a playoff yeah. spot. I think we played each other this week, right, Nikki? I think all right. So, so yes. we're playing yeah. each other for yeah, for playoff seeding this week. Yes. Well, D, if you take her down, I get the fifth seed. So I, I don't even know if that's going to work out in my favor because everybody is like <laughs> nine and three. So I don't even care what happens. All I know is I've been on a total roll. Yeah. I was two, six, and one. And now I've come back from the death of life. And I'm now six, six, and one. I don't know how it happens. It's crazy. Uh, freaky fantasy football draft um, this week. Uh, Nikki, you won. Oh, I did? Yep, you won. It wasn't a group. It was Mike White, right? It was the Mike White call? That that helped out. (laughs) Let me see who else you had. You had Mike White. Keenan Allen did good for you. Rashad White had that touchdown at the end of that Tampa game, which Dee's disgusted by. Gerald Everett and the Bucks. (laughs) Um, So you won. Dee, you came in second. You had Sean Watson, who did nothing for you, but you had Brian Robinson, DK Metcalf, and you won without a tight end because David Njoku didn't even play. And you had the commander's yeah. defense. Um, I came in last. I had 56 points. I had Trevor Lawrence, who now has a toe injury. I don't know who's going to play this week. Jamal Williams, Amari Cooper, Pat Frymuth, and the Saints defense. So that's what happened over there. Anyway, right. so good All job. Right. Good defense looked awesome. Must they looked awesome for three and three-fourths quarters for you. I, oh, my God. I was killing it for a while. I'm like, I'm actually come back and see Nikki <laughs> But nope, then two touchdowns, no. boom, bang, out. No. Yeah. Oh, Mike White. So I have six wins in Freaky Fantasy Football Draft. Nikki's got four. D's got two. Weekly uh, records, I have seven. D right there, six. Nikki's got three. And again, Nikki's killing us right now in the uh, NFL oh, team. Yeah, I got I to gotta come back now. I got to come back in one of these last yep. few weeks here. You got to reclaim <laughs> one of these categories. Absolutely. You got you to win. Come on, D. You got to reclaim it. Uh, you is lose to me this week and lose in Ooh. fantasy football and yeah, <laughs> real deal. Yeah. We can't have that. No, that'd be a bad couple of weeks. No, we can't. <laughs> no, no. All right, make your picks out there along with us every guys. Wednesday. We can't have this type of losing going on. No, we need winning. We're all winners. That's the way it goes. Yeah. All right. Oh. All right, we're making our weekly picks. So if you guys want to join in out there who's listening, feel free to put up your game, your picks, your wins. And even if you want a final score or anything you guys say about the game, first we go to Thursday night football, Las Vegas Raiders, five and seven against the freaking defending Super Bowl champion, LA Rams. What a joke at three and nine, Nikki. Wow. All right, not really an exciting Thursday night game. And again, the defending Super Bowl champs, three and nine. Oh, okay. Well, who wins this one? What do you think? Yeah, I think the Rams 
epic hangover bender, whatever the hell they're on, is just gonna keep continuing. Um, I'm gonna go with the Raiders, but like I'm not super confident on it. So, but I'm gonna go 26 18. I feel pretty. I feel pretty confident about the Raiders. I'm gonna pick them, um, even though I have it in a close game. Look, Vegas has the ninth overall ranked offense, and the Rams have the 19th defense, and they're not that good against the run either. So, I can see Josh Jacobs having another big day here. D, I'm gonna take Vegas also. Yeah, you can call this one a try, try, trifecta. I'm taking Las Vegas as well. And road team on Thursday night. I'm not scared. Lock it in. Yeah, some locking okay. it in. 23-14 Vegas. Yeah, I think the Rams are just ready to go home. Like you said, it's not it's more than a hangover. This is a bender at this point. Oh, like man, they are yeah. totally, <laughs> totally yeah, done, man. ready to go home. One, two, three, Cancun. Call it a day. I think mm-hmm. Vegas wins this game because Vegas has been rejuvenated these last few weeks. So I think they yeah. win this game. They think they have like a shot to do something. Devontae Adams is streak. Yeah, Devontae Adams is doing stuff for me in the Real Deal Fantasy League, man. He's putting up a lot of points right there. Affiliated Poppy. I finally got that right over there. The Raiders. Oh, have- I get it. Affiliated yeah. Poppy. Well, I don't know what's wrong right with you today. Oh, I can't I love it. read or what? Pun <laughs> on words is a beautiful thing. I love it. I love it. It's great. Reading is hard. Yeah, reading is also <laughs> it's hard for me today. So it's pronouncing words. Oh, uh, okay. So we got an AFC East battle over here. Who would have thought that with the Jets seven and five, Buffalo nine and three? A little stats here for you guys. Buffalo again, they're mm-hmm. a very complete team, like we talked about. No Von Miller right now, but Buffalo is fourth on offense and fourth on defense. The Jets, we know they can play well on offense at times, but their bread and butter is all about their defense, Nikki. So. Can the Jets beat the Bills again, this time in Buffalo? No, but I think they're going to come close. Yeah, but shout out to Mike White, okay? He's putting up back-to-back 300-yard games. I mean, where did this kid come from? I mean, good for him. Um, No, I do think Buffalo takes it. I have it 30-23, to Um, but I think I would take the Jets. And What is it, nine and a half? I think I would take that. I think it is nine and a half points, yeah. I would take that. See, I agree with you because I have um, – well, actually, I wouldn't bet the game. I'll tell you that right now. I have it really close, like 27-20, so I probably would take the Jets, but I do have Buffalo to win this game. They're just more of a complete team, so I, I don't really see how the Jets beat them again. Um, Mike White, no Mike White. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah, I'm going Buffalo as well, so this one is another try, try, trifecta, but I'm going <laughs> Buffalo 24-17. to 17. I do like the Jets plus 9.5. Yeah, I think we all like that. Well, that may be in the par pay. That's possible. Like that. We'll see if we like some other ones. We'll mm-hmm. get there. Buffalo without Miller got this uh, affiliated to saying, so it looks like he likes Buffalo also. All right, let's keep it rolling over here with our next game, the Browns and the Bengals. All right, this one's interesting. Cincinnati, um, pretty good on offense. Cleveland, pretty good on offense as well. Cleveland is 10th overall and Cincinnati is 7th. Uh, for some reason, Joe Burrow's had a hard time against Cleveland. I don't know what it is, yes. but they're just those matchups, right? It's strange. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they they break free in this one. Cincinnati's on a roll right now. Deshaun Watson, again, he is rusty as hell. Again, they need that WD-40 on the sideline for him. I'll take Cincinnati 31-21. I feel pretty comfortable about this one, uh, Damian. Yeah, I'm going Cincinnati as well, 24-20. to I do think it's a close game just because for some reason, like you said, the same way Cincinnati has KC's number, seems like Cleveland has Cincinnati's number in that same way. Um, but right. I do think Cincinnati wins this one because they are playing well and Deshaun Watson still trying to shake off the rust. Yeah, they got a lot to play for. And Joe Burrow has put himself into the MVP discussion, Nikki. That's my boy. 
Joe know Burrow. That's I, know my boy. <laughs> God, I love watching that kid play. I just do. I mean, I just do. I think he's a little cocky and I think that's all right. I don't mind. That's it. the thing. I feel like you either really like him or you don't like him. I'm on yes. the more of the side. Like I really don't like him. He's like almost too cocky for me. He looks like he's 18 years old. I can't take it, but he's so damn good. Yeah, he's <laughs> Let me tell you, if I was that good at something, I'd probably be cocky too. So I know you would. You're, yeah. you You're that good at podcasting. Yes. All right. All right. You're right. All right. I'll take it. <laughs> but I will enter <laughs> 20 years ago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to take Cincinnati. I'm going to roll Cincinnati. with my boy, Joe Burrow. Yeah, I have it 28-25. Uh, 28-25. Okay. All right. I got to win him by 10. Um, but Cincinnati, let's see. Joe Burrow, you got to exercise the demons and beat Cleveland over here. Yeah. All right. Uh, like I said, it's rivalry week. We got AFC East matchup. We just had an AFC North matchup. Now we have a matchup in Texas. Dallas and Houston. Okay. Houston sucks. They're 110 and 1. Dallas is 9 and 3. This one should be pretty easy, right, Ding? Yeah. Uh, lock it in. Uh, Dallas 30, Houston 3. Three, three. I love it. I love it. I'm going to piggyback right off that. I'm locking it in 35 to 7. I mean, Dallas has the third ranked offense and third ranked defense. They're going to annihilate Houston in the Texas yeah. massacre. Is what it's going to be. The Texas yeah. Massacre. I'm locking like it in also. <laughs> you call this the Leatherface matchup. It's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> guys are on fire tonight with How the... about that? We got some stuff. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Nikki? Is it a try, try, try effective? It is. It is. Yeah, it is. I got it, uh, I don't know, 38-10, something like that. I'm yeah, sure. Dallas will score like 40 points on their own. I don't to demolish them. That's basically what's going to happen. Yeah. Are you be locking it in, Nikki? Oh, yeah, I'm locking it, yes. You are locking it, okay. I am locking it, yes. All right, so we're all locking it up. All right, watch Dallas have the worst game ever. I know, I was going to say, Houston's going to win. <laughs> oh, man, that would be amazing. There really would be. All right, next matchup over here, maybe a little bit better of a matchup. Yes, I think so. Detroit favored in this game against the 10-2 and Minnesota Vikings. Wow, that says a lot. It's only two points, but damn. Detroit 5-7 and hosting Minnesota at 10-2. and this is going to be an awesome game. I think a lot of points are going to be scored. Again, divisional matchup, NFC North, a lot of rivalry right here. Why can't Detroit win? I think they're going to in a major game. If you love offense and you love fantasy, this is what it's all about. 34-31 Detroit. I'm taking them with their sixth-ranked offense, Nikki. Yeah, this is – I'm going over on this one. I think it's 52 and a half yeah. going over on this one. Yeah, I have uh, Minnesota 30, Detroit 27, and just a little stat for you guys. And games decided by eight points or less, the Vikings are 9-0. and yeah. And the Lions are 2-5. and five. Yeah. Yes, that's a good stat right there. Mm. That's a so, good stat. Uh, yeah. Well, with Minnesota. D, you got to split the difference. I got Detroit, she's got Minnesota. What do you think? That's a great stat that Nikki brought up, but with – those one-score games, luck tends to change. That's what we're seeing with Vegas right now, where they were on a rough end of that, and it's starting to change for them. I think for Minnesota, this game, we're going to see a change for them as well. So give me Detroit, 30 to 27. Oh, love it. Oh, All right. Okay. You got really to remember, the first time they played, Detroit should have won that game. If you remember, yes. it's been a while now. But yes. the first time they, they played, they had points. that game in hand. Yeah. Yeah. They should have yeah. won that game. So I think this time they're playing better as a team. They found out how to win games. So I think they beat Minnesota this time. Oh, I love it. If they do, maybe they could win the next four. I'd be so happy if Detroit made the playoffs. You guys will look at me as the true prophet 
of sports. There would be no doubt. About it. <laughs> you, um, you would, you definitely deserve all the props in the world if Detroit makes the playoffs for sure. Right? I mean, who the hell picked Detroit to make the playoffs this year? But me, nobody. It's crazy. <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's keep it. You and uh, you, I gotta give a shout out to you and uh, C. Lou from uh, the Drop Balls podcast. You guys are the only no, two that- I know that picked Detroit to make the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, it'd be yeah. so great. Even if they just come close, I'll feel happy. But you know, the that's thing that's how like, I felt with Cincinnati last year. Right. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You had the last left there. You definitely rode that bandwagon before I anybody did. else had a chance. I wrote it. I you wrote it until the wheels fell off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I love it. A lot of people are riding the Philly bandwagon right now as the Eagles with the best oh. record in the NFL, eleven and one, taking on Nikki's Giants this weekend, Sunday, one o'clock. The Giants 7-4-1 after that freaking tie. Damn, Nikki, it's your team. It's your game. Tell us what's going to happen. Uh, probably a really bad, nightmarish type game. <laughs> you know, talk about teams that have each other's numbers. I mean, we just cannot beat the Eagles. The Eagles are 13-3 and against the Giants since uh, 2014. Oh, I wow. mean, no, it's it's Ooh. like literally brutal. <laughs> I saw flashbacks of being at the game. If my dad's watching, he knows we went to December 19th game at MetLife. We thought we had it won. Uh, Deshaun Jackson runs it back oh. for a touchdown. Like, I mean, just heartbroken. Oh, this wow, game you were at that game? We were at that game. We were that? at that game. <laughs> and like, I'm just tired of getting my heart broken. Like, I, I'm really, you guys, I'm really debating if I'm even going to watch. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I'll say this. Philly's one and four on the road. So maybe, like, there's a small little chance. But Wait, they're one and four on the road? How, they only lost one game. How is that possible? What? Oh, did I read it wrong? Must have read it wrong. Got to oh, be something Maybe out. I read it wrong. <laughs> um, Yeah. But I don't know. I know that... Um, their corners can be exposed a little bit. So maybe there's a slight chance, but I think it's going to be like Philly 30, I don't know, Giants 17. And I'm actually going to lock in the Eagles. Ooh. I hate to lock in Damn. against my own team, but. Yeah. Oh, that's like sacrilegious right there. That's that's not good. Uh, but all right. That's how good Philly is, though. They're 11 and 1 even on the road. They can do a lot of big things. And affiliated poppy come on birds by a lot Minshew in the second half he's saying wow <laughs> and Jalen Hurst will get a little rest over there I don't know uh if the Minshew was their backup yeah yeah, yeah right he's a good backup, backup. Sure, yeah, yeah I, right now I take him on the 49ers to be honest with you but we'll see how you know what Brock Purdy could do yo never know man the, Purdy might be that dude he might, might be the greatest be. story in sport no coincidence that he's playing Tom Brady this year. I'm thinking he could ride the Tom Brady wave of the defense for a few years and then come into his own. Who the hell knows? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, why not? Why not? We've seen crazier things happen in the NFL. Kurt How Roll. about that kid? Before you make your pick, like, do you think that he was like, oh, my first game, I'm gonna be opposite Tom Brady? I bet you he right? never like did, thought that that would happen because <laughs> he's crazy. like 22 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah, he's a four-year starter from Iowa State. Yeah. I think that he was like one one or two when Brady got into the NFL, which is just amazing. And then Brady's 45 years old. This yeah. sick stuff. Totally sick. But no, I, why not? I mean, again, like, again, I'm not going to compare him to him to Tom Brady. I'm just saying the situation is very similar. Brady was not a rookie. He was in his second year. Again, he was like, what, in the sixth round taken, obviously. Purdy, yes, he's yeah. Mr. Irrelevant. But have that great defense, have a running game, and just don't make mistakes. I, I'm not running. I'm not counting the 49ers out, D. I'm not. We'll get to them in a minute, So, but I'm not counting them out right now. And obviously not counting out Philadelphia, not by one bit. Second best mm-hmm. offense in the league, seventh best defense in the league. That is amazing balance right there. Give me Philly 26-14, Ding. 
yeah, I'm right there with you. Make it a try, try, trifecta. And right. it does. I don't. I was gonna feel bad, but Nikki did lock it in, so now I don't feel oh. bad because I was. Gonna, I'm locking it. In, I'm locking it in as well. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, man. I'm locking in Philadelphia in this one. And yeah, uh, the score I had is 27-14. 20, all right, well you have similar scores. In the division matchups. It's like I tell you, you know, rivalry week. I'm talking right now. Every game has been a division matchup game. You can go true. back. Well, yeah, Giants. divisional matchups can be tricky, even if like you would think yeah. nobody's gonna give the Giants a shot in hell. Watch this will be the week that they do it. You know what I mean? It's just how division know. matchups go. See what Saquon Barkley can do. You never know. There's another yeah. uh rivalry we're gonna come up with, but real quick, I want to give you guys the buy teams. There are six this week, and I think that's it for the year after this week. Uh Falcons, Bears, Packers, yeah. Colts, Damien Saints, and then the Commanders. So um yeah, six teams on a bye. Yeah, which I'm, I'm glad. I need, a, I need a break after that Monday Night Football. Yeah, you do need a break. Yeah, after you do. I feel for you, bro. That's too much right there. Uh, like I said, keep the rivalry week going. Now we got the Ravens and the Steelers, which used to be oh. like everybody's favorite matchup to watch on Sunday afternoon at 4 yeah. 5. Not so much right now. I think it'll be a close game, though. Um, Baltimore's got the ninth ranked defense in the league. You wouldn't really know it by watching them play sometimes. But yeah. they do. Yeah. I, I, D, I feel in this game. You know, Tyler Huntley coming in, that's all well and good, and I like him. I, I I think Pittsburgh is – I don't want to say they're catching fire necessarily, but I think they're beginning to find somewhat of an identity a little bit, and they're running the ball better, even with, like, Snell when he comes in. I, I'm going to take the Steelers in this one, man, 23-20 at home. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm not shocked by that. I did go back and forth on this matchup. Uh, because, like you said, they're not catching fire, but maybe they're rubbing sticks together. They're starting the process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> wow. A start of trying to catch a fire. But I'm going to go Baltimore in a close one. I think Baltimore 20-17. to We've seen Huntley be good before, and he didn't look good last week. But like you mentioned, Denver's defense is historically great. So he's not supposed to look good against them. I True. think he does look better against Pittsburgh. I liked what Huntley did coming in last year. I remember specifically a game against the Packers, Nikki, yeah. where they put up over 30 points in Green Bay. I think they ended up losing that game last year, but it doesn't affect what Huntley did. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so we got him going against, you know, pick it to pickings. I don't know. What do you pick? Yeah, you know the thing about Huntley is it's like, oh, Lamar's not in. Oh, here comes his, like, you know, mini-me 2.0. It's like they don't miss a beat, yeah, right? He's just like, <laughs> like, just as athletic. It's it's not fair. Um, I'm going to go Baltimore. I have it. 20 Pittsburgh 19, but I like I would never like touch this, lock it, bet it, none of it. Like, oh, no. bet it, not, no, yeah, yeah, definitely no. not touching no. this game. You stay away from this one, absolutely. All right, okay, so I'm going Lone Ranger on that one. No diggity, no doubt, y'all. Let's keep it going. Here yeah. we go. Um, middle yep. school feels what wow. was I when that song I'm came so out? old? I'm just, man, <laughs> we probably like 10 years old or something like that. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's in eighth grade, maybe, yeah, maybe. Hmm. Well, let's see. Pittsburgh can uh, save Mike Tomlin over here. His perfect, you know, uh, record going as not having a losing season. They're five and seven right now. If they get to six and seven, things look a little bit better. Oh, what if they get to ten and seven and they make the playoffs? Like I said, holy shit! All right, that's probably not going to happen. Oh, then D time. has no, to do the hot crazy. dog. Yeah, he's going to have to do. A I would have to do. Yeah, I would have to. Watch. I would have to drink a beer through a hot dog straw if both Miami <laughs> and Pittsburgh make it. Oh my god. <laughs> So well, glad you I would, that I'm not, like I said, if it happens, I won't stick to my word, but I'm definitely rooting against Pittsburgh for sure. I, know <laughs> are, man. I, I, I never got somebody to root against a team so hard in my entire life. You'd hate Pittsburgh because of <laughs> so. that is a disgusting bet. I mean, but I was very confident that Pittsburgh would not be good this year. And there's like I said, starting to rub those sticks together. I'm getting a little nervous. A I know. We'll see. Watch, <laughs> Watch him pull five in a row. Oh man. 
Anyway, all right, Jacksonville at Tennessee, four and eight at seven and five. Tennessee, they need to get their shit back together after that beatdown that Philly gave them last week. In Jacksonville, I'm sure Trevor Lawrence is going to play, but he's not going to be 100%, and they're going to need every bit of him to beat Tennessee coming off after that loss, guys. So I like Tennessee a lot in this game, not enough to lock them in, but I think they're going to win pretty convincingly with their 10th overall ranked defense. Nikki, give me 24 10 Tennessee. Oh, stop. I have the same score. You knew it. I had a so feeling. Weird. Oh, my <laughs> God. I have Tennessee as well. Great so minds. We like the points, too, to cover. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> especially with the Hobble Lawrence coming in. Yeah. Yeah. is going to have to be a big part of this game, D, if they want to win. Yeah. What's the spread on this one, Nikki? Th- uh, three and a half. Yeah. I don't know. You see, that's three weird. Why is it only three and a half? That's kind of strange. It I should know. be more. Yeah. Because, no? yeah, I think Jacksonville tends to play them tough. Maybe that's why. Uh, but I'm going Tennessee as well, uh, 20 to 14. So I do like Tennessee in the points as well. Okay. All right. So we're all on the same page over there with the game. But, um, yeah, it's something weird about that line right there. Something I'm not getting. That just, I, I got to figure that out. I got to look at some history. All right. Uh, the Chiefs, they need to bounce back after Cincinnati took them down. They got 9-3 and three record. Opposite that is a 3-9 and nine Denver Bronco team that we spent more time talking about than any other radio sports show that we did already with their defense. <laughs> but, uh, all right, so we gave that defense enough love over there. But the offense, they can't do shit, D, man. So how are they going to win this game? I, I don't know how Denver can win this game. <laughs> so I'm going Kansas City. <laughs> I'm going Kansas City 20-10. to 10. Yeah, no doubt. I mean – Kansas City, Nikki, look, Kansas City is some numbers to, you know, go with that. They're first on offense, but Denver, like we talked about, they're second on defense, only behind the 49ers. Is that enough to make it even a close game, or do you think Kansas City still rips them? No. The Broncos have averaged 11.2 points per game in their last four. That's so bad. So I have it, what do I have it? 34 to 14, and I'm locking this in. Oh, you got a lot of points scored in this game. Okay. Yeah, Kansas City just killing them. Just yeah. Look, I'm gonna lock it in. I don't think they're gonna destroy that defense is still pretty good. And Kansas City loves to throw the ball, and Denver's excellent against the pass. They're number one in the league, I think. But I'm still going Kansas City, and I'm still locking it in. But it's gonna be by a low score, 19 to 10. So oh, I don't think it's that low. No way. I think Kansas City wears them down eventually. Yeah, they just do. 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 Yeah, one of the games that Denver's like, all right, we there's we got nothing for you on defense. We'll see, we'll see. But that's why they play the games, right, kids? Right. Rightio. All right, let's go. Here we go. Next game is I don't want to watch this one. Carolina, Seattle. Carolina's (laughs) forty-four and eight. Seattle is seven and five in this game, and you would expect Seattle to be the better team, um, which they are. Seattle is fifth in offense in the NFL. A lot of people wouldn't think that, but they put up quite a few 30-point games here, and Geno Smith has the highest completion percentage in the NFL. I like the Seahawks a lot in this game, enough to lock them in, as a matter of fact. My third lock, Seattle 28-17, Damian. Yeah, I'm going Seattle as well, 24-14. All right, 24-14, nice and simple. Nikki? Seattle 28-20. All right. Sounds like we all like Seattle minus four. Yeah. It's, yeah. Sounds uh, pretty good. Oh, this might be an easy part. Yeah. We all agree, and it won't take like 10 minutes <laughs> for us to figure it out. Yes. All right. Let's see if we can do it. All right. Here we go. My game this week. We got the 49ers hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa is just a gross six and 16. They shouldn't even be. 
49ers 8-4. and four. They've been taken off lately, guys, but we know about the injury deal right now with um, no Jimmy Garoppolo, who may come back for the playoffs, they're saying, because he doesn't need surgery, but that's neither here nor there right now. The 49ers have to win this game. Again, they're number one on defense. Tampa's fifth ranked on defense, so we need to see the 49ers do some things. They can't just go out there and put up 13, 16 points. I think they're going to need more than that, and I think they get it. 22-18, to 18, I'm going to take my 49ers at home, D. Yeah, I'm with you. I got the 49ers as well. I think that Tampa's offense is not going to be able to do anything against that defense at all. So mm-hmm. I'm going San Francisco 17 to 7. Uh, so for this one, I like San Francisco minus three and a half, and I love the under of 37 and a half. Oh, okay. A little foreshadowing over there. 37. Yeah. Let me see. What do I got? 22 18. Ooh, I have it right. We'll get to it. Nikki, we got to get your pick. Anyway, San Fran loses this game. Please tell me no. No, I have San Fran too, except I have it 24 to 20. 24 to 20. So D, I don't know about that yeah, under right there. Yeah. I, yeah. I, we're not, we're not going to get the under on the, on the parquet. No, but the good thing is we've agreed on a lot of other shit so far. So, you know, we're in pretty good shape right there. Yeah. We're all right. We're all right. All right. Let's see where we're going to get to over here. Tampa 23, 17 prime time. What are you talking about, man? It's 49ers deal over here. Don't, don't, don't be saying that shit. Don't, don't speak it into existence. We want none of that. <laughs> none of that. Uh, what is the San Fran is cursed? What am I reading? Is San Fran is cursed? Sad to see Ryan's defense maybe able to hold on and pull out a win. I don't know. All right, we'll see. We'll see. All right, let's get to it. Next game on the list over here, we're going to Sunday Night Football, where the eight and four Dolphins go into LA to play the Chargers. Six and six. They lost to the Raiders last week again. Nikki, I mean, what a disappointment this Charger team has been. A lot of people even had him in the Super Bowl this year with the roster that they have, but. They have been Brandon failing all over the damn place. It's just a joke. I think Miami's offense takes care of him in this game, but I think that the Chargers will be able to score because Miami's defense is not that good. That's my one worry about Miami going forward is their defense. Even with the addition of Bradley Chubb, they have not gotten better. But I think they win this game 31-28, Nikki. Yeah, I'm going to go Miami. I think it's going to go back and forth for a little bit, and then Miami's going to start to pull away. Let's have it 31-26. 31-26. All right, so you see some points scored in there. I do think that – yeah, I think this is going to be – it's fair to say this is going to be a much better Sunday night game than the last one we had with Dallas annihilating the Colts. Oh, uh, gonna get, yeah. uh, so I'm going Miami 30-24. to 24. Okay, so we all have a lot of points scored in that game. Maybe we should look at the – I think the overrunner is like 51. That may be tough, but I don't know. We yeah, don't like it's, it. a little, it's a little high. I'm a little scared of it, but yeah. Yeah, it is a little high, but all right. I'm very much interested in this next game. Hold on. We're saying I hate the NFL is in your man. What happened to Justin Herbert is the question. I'll tell you what happened real quick. And this is what I, what I, I want to bring this up to you guys. But again, with, with Brandon Faley, his terrible coaching, Justin Herbert, they've been doing nothing but straight drop back pass. All right. He's and he cannot. It's not working. They need to move him around in the pocket. They need to get him out of the pocket. This offensive line cannot block straight up. So the play calling is absolutely terrible and as a head coach you need to realize what's working and what's not working on the field and they keep doing the same thing the definition of insanity d keep dropping herbert right back in the pocket they cannot block for him they that's why they're not putting up points it's again the game is won and lost at the offensive at at the line of scrimmage and they're not winning it right there at all so it's not herbert yeah no it's not herbert and this offense was designed behind a good offensive line. Like when they're healthy, is a very good offensive line, but they haven't been healthy in a very long time. So right. you have to adjust to what's going on, and they haven't been able to adjust to it because I guess he was stuck in this mentality of being having this offensive line where 
when they were at the beginning of the year, you would see plays where Justin Herbert would go through four progressions in a play. Uh-huh. You would see him move his feet, look like a like a quarterback. It's like a quarterback coach's dream to show the videos of Justin Herbert in the pocket sometimes. But oh, yeah. now he doesn't have the time to do that. So like All you right. said, make adjustments, quick passes, get them out the pocket. But they haven't done that. Yeah, no, they haven't done that. And, you know, affiliated saying we totally agree. He was great on the run. Yeah, get him moving around. He's an athletic quarterback. And when you get that, you know, you cut the field in half. It's easier to see and it's easier to make those reads. Come on, man, get it together. Like we, the three of us should not have to sit and, here and tell Brandon Staley had a coach. And one more, like, just point on it. I don't know if he's not moving them because of the rib injury that he suffered. But honestly, mm-hmm. you're more you're more likely to get hurt in the pocket than you are moving around. Like there Lamar Jackson finally got hurt. He was in the pocket when it happened. So, like, <laughs> you're more likely to get hurt in the pocket than you are on the run because you have more time to protect yourself and brace and all those other things. So I think oh, they yeah. should move him around for sure. Yes, got to do it. Look, if it's not working, you got to try something different. Like, And, again, Austin Eckler, who really is giving Justin Jefferson a run for his money for Offensive Player of the Year. Right now, Eckler is. is on pace yeah. to break – the single season record for running back um, catches, um, and he, he's on record on pace for like 120 right now. He's got 85. Just unbelievable what he's doing uh, on the ground and in the air. But anyway, let's move on. We have one more game to talk about. That's the Monday Night Football game. New England going to Arizona. New England six and six. Arizona is four and eight. Nikki, we all thought Arizona was going to be shit this year, and they are. So I don't know. Can they <laughs> clean up the shit and get a win at home against uh, New England? What do you think? Um, no, I'm actually going to go New England on this one. I know they have this like low risk type offense, but they haven't committed any turnovers in three games. So I'm just going to go New England on this one. I have it 23, Arizona 19. 23, 19. Okay. So it could be an entertaining game. Uh, before we get to your pick, Dean, Miami and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Uh, that is my father right there. Dad, I'll take it. As long as we're in the Super Bowl, I don't care who the hell we play. I just want to get Profit Senior over here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's, there's something to do with it. It's in the genes somewhere. I don't know. But he is the one who made me. That's the man who made me a 49er fan. So if anybody wants to know the reason why I love 49ers so much, that's the guy. That's why. Uh, D, I agree no, with that. Man. Man. Yeah. Oh, what were you going to say? What were you going to say? Oh, no, I was going to say Miami in the 49ers and Super Bowl will be very, very interesting for sure, especially after what we saw last week. So we'll see. We'll see if, you know, Prophet Dad Senior is is on point with that. (laughs) Nikki, what was your final score again? 23-19. Okay, that's amazing because I have the same exact final score, and that's weird because 19 points is a strange score to pick to begin with, and you – that goes against everything you believe in because I know you how much you hate these. Scores. That's crazy. We have the same exact score, 23 19. I got New England as well. I do. I think defensively, they'll take care of it. DeAndre Hopkins yeah. is, this is a bad matchup for him. Yeah. Bill Belichick knows how to take away your number one weapon. And uh, Diop can have a bad game over here, D. Yeah, no, I'm with you guys. I don't have the weird score you guys have. Uh, you guys were on the Peloton this weekend, not me. Uh, but yeah. I'm going uh, New England 20 to 17. <laughs> Jay got a Peloton. He told me in yeah, secret. I'm back. <laughs> I joined the Peloton board. Let's see what we got. All right. All right, Mr. Prime Time, you are going against us. You got Arizona 24-14. All right. We shall see who is right and who is wrong. We will get there. But they got to play the games first. They got to play the games first. Here we go. And now we got to make our best bet. Last week, again, guys, we gave it to you again. Another par pay came through. Detroit, Cincinnati, and the under in the Tampa Saints game. Now we got to figure this one out. Okay. We talked a little bit, guys. Do we all like Cincinnati to win by six points? Is that the line you got, Nikki? 
Um, let me see. I'll pull it up. Yeah, for you guys. six Real and a quick. half. I got I got it a close game. I don't have it. I don't have to win by six and a half. All right. It's uh, six yeah. on six. DraftKings. It's I six. got okay. okay. All right. D's not in love with that one. I think we all like the Titans minus three and a half. Is that yeah. one we want to put on the board and yeah. think about? We, yep. Yeah, we we do like that one. Tennessee minus three and a half. I like that line right there. Oh, all right. MV fanatic in the house. What's up? What up? What up? Oh, DMV New fanatic. Friend. Yes. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. All right. I'll join the party. Um, I think the Ravens Steelers traditionally goes under, but I think it's over this game because I don't think I'm not touching this game. Don't ask. Not, yeah, oh, right. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I won't touch that game at all. Bad in a while. Family yeah. issues can't I ain't happen. It, I ain't touching it. Nope. What about Seattle <laughs> minus four over Carolina? I like Seattle by four for sure. I like Seattle by four. All right, let's put that down also. All right, D, what are some of yours? So I know Nikki had the um, Chiefs scoring a lot of points in that one, but the yeah. over-under is set at 43 and a half. The Broncos, in their 12 games, 11 have hit the under. Like, they've been under all season. I think mm-hmm. that that's like one of the guarantees of the year is the Broncos hitting the under. What up, Trey? Ah, oh, wow. Okay, but I got – well, my final score is 19 to 10, so I got a 39 points. What are you telling me? The over-under is 43 and a half? Yeah. Nikki, what were your points in that game? 34-14. Oh, wow. Well, she see, we can't do it. She's against it. We can't do it. Uh, can't do I it. just don't think it's going to be that low. It might like, not be. I got the right kind of range. Yeah, the Broncos' defense has been balling all year, though. They haven't allowed. I think, what's the most they have allowed this year? Like 22, 23? Yeah. I just feel like, like the Chiefs are going to find a way. If we don't find anything else that we like, we'll, we'll put All that right, What back. about Minnesota-Detroit over 52 and a half? I have it over. I have the score have over as well. Oh, Yeah, I have it over as well. All right, let's, <laughs> let, let's talk about a couple more. Let's not just leave anything out. What do you think, Mr. Primetime? Lock of the week, Seattle over Carolina. Yeah, we'll take the four. Exactly. Yep, we're doing the same exact thing. So there you go. Great minds do think alike. All right. So, so I know just this, is, this is sacrilegious. About. To bring up, but Philadelphia minus six and a half. Yo, no, oh, come on. <laughs> Don't do that yeah. to her. I mean, uh, I have a 30 to 25, right? No, 10, whatever. I don't know. I, got I mean, I could see it. I could see it, I guess. But I just, what about, what about the Jets in the nine and a half? Like, if you're going to pick a New York team, I got it too close. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Mr. Primetime saying the Giants in the points. Mm. Six and a half, six and a half. Mm. I look, I think Philly is that good where they they should cover. I really think they're going to cover, but I don't want you rooting against your team. (laughs) They'll probably cover. I already locked them. I don't love it. We need the audience to give us a couple more here. What about San Francisco minus three and a half against Tampa Bay? I, I like it. I understand they got the rookie back there, but that defense is going to shut Tampa Bay down. I actually have them winning by four, so that's not crazy. So I, I agree with the line very much. Me too. I have them winning by four. Nikki, what else do you have? Let's put that down, and maybe we'll use that one. We have Kansas City-Denver, which is possible. Um, what's another couple that you like? I had Jets and the nine and a half and Minnesota Detroit on the over at 52 and a half. And we already said the Titans to cover three and a half. So should we make our third, the over in the Lions Minnesota game? Do we all think it's going to go over 52 and a half? 
Probably. It's Neither a, one really has. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot scary of one to lock in, but yeah, it's a lot of points. It makes what? me nervous. Okay, can we lock in some? We can we can go easy and lock in like Dallas or something. What is the da- what is the spread? Seventeen points. The Dallas, yeah, the Dallas one is crazy. It's yeah, it's seventeen. That's oh. <laughs> too much. Over like, under forty five and a half. You see, that's Houston could get shut down, and Dallas just runs the ball in the second half. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, it's a uh, that one's. Games like that, I, I tend to stay away from because what if Dallas just takes their foot off the gas in the second half and they end up winning by like 10? And even though it's not really close, you know what I mean? So, yeah, Mr. games Prime like that, tend, those big those big spreads always scare me. And Mr. Primetime, we all like Detroit to win the game, so I don't, I don't know if we can pick Minnesota with the plus two or whatever it is. But ah. Well, I took Minnesota, so. You, yeah, well, I took Detroit. And you took Minnesota, yeah, I like Detroit. so. I, and it's a, it's a hard one, that one, especially since the way, even though Detroit played them well early in the year, because of that, I think it's hard to pick that game either way, honestly, for a bet for on the spread side. Um, All right. Well, Miami and the Chargers. Over-under is 51 and a half. Yeah, it's a lot of points, too. I can see a lot of points being scored yeah. in that game also. I got a 31 to 28. I mean, that's yeah, just 31 to 26. Both defenses suck, and both offenses can do well. I mean, yeah. I would I would go over if you if you you both like that. I'll go over. So which one do you feel more comfortable with the over? More comfortable with Minnesota Detroit or Miami LA? I feel more comfortable Minnesota Detroit. Yeah, me too. Minnesota Detroit. All right. So you want to go Seattle minus four, Titans minus three and a half, and the over in Minnesota Detroit? I like that. Or do we take the Bengals minus six? D doesn't like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because Cleveland's played them well this year, and we don't know that that Cleveland defense. I know it's Houston, but that Cleveland defense was something else. (laughs) 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 All right, so what's the number in Minnesota, Detroit? 50? 52 and a half. 52 and a half, yeah. Okay, well, my final score has got it over. I have it, like I said, let me get to it real quick. Just uh, Yeah, 34-31. I have Detroit winning that game, so I feel pretty damn comfortable with that. I'm good. You guys want to make that our, our, our par pay this week? Yep. Yeah. So right. officially, it is Seattle minus four, Tennessee minus three and a half, and the over 52 and a half for Detroit and Minnesota. Okay. So we got a couple of favorites in and over. It's usually, we usually go the other way. I feel like we take underdogs and the under. So, okay. Let's see how it goes. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. We haven't taken many overs at all this year, but this no. year has been a weird year when it comes to offenses. Like it's been Scoring more. Yeah, yeah, scoring has been down in the NFL this year. There's no question about it. So, yeah, we've been doing pretty well. But, all right, we, we like this over over here. No, Tampa Bay does not beat San Francisco. Stop. <laughs> okay, says, Don't want to hear that. <laughs> Don't want to hear that prime time. No, nonsense. Get it out of your brain. They're 6-6. Six and six, They stink. All right, Freaky Fantasy Football Draft Week 14. Nikki won Week 13, so she gets to make the order. Oh, okay. So... D, you can go first. Jay, you can go second, and I'll go last. All right. I'm right in the middle. All right, Nikki taking two in a row at the end, snaking it around. All right, D, you get to make the first pick, bro. Okay, so to start off, I'm going to go with uh, Jeff Wilson. I think that Miami's going to try to make a real effort to run the ball since they didn't run the ball at all against San Francisco. So I see Jeff Wilson having a big game. Well, I would agree, man. That's a pretty good pick right there because uh, the Chargers cannot stop the run at all. So that's a pretty good pick. I like that. Um, 
Man, I got so many. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take uh, – we talked about a lot of points being scored in this game. I know it's weird, but I'm going to take my tight end right now. I'm going to take Hawkinson. Okay. Oh, revenge game for Hawkinson. Well, I don't know if he really has any beef with Detroit. But yeah, but yeah, <laughs> revenge game for him. <laughs> you know how players do against their old team, so I would imagine that he's got yeah. a little something for him. All right, Nikki, you okay. get two picks. Now. I like it. Um. All right, I'm going to take Dak Prescott. All right. I like and... that. <laughs> I am going to take. That's a swipe because I wanted Dak. Oh, did I? Yeah, did, you I, washed. did I get you? You washed me. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm going to grab Jamal Williams. Oh, Primetime and I are on the same page. Look at that. Look at that. How about it? Yeah. All right. Jamal Williams has been huge for me in fantasy this year. Yeah. Yeah, he's been huge, big all year. No doubt. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to keep going unorthodox because. I like a certain position a lot more than others this week. I picked my tight end first. I'm going to take my defense now. I'm going to take the Cowboys defense against Houston. Oh, great week to pick them. Great yeah. week to pick them for sure. You smash the shit out of them. So I'm looking for a lot of yeah. points. Right All right, D, you get two picks now after your Wilson Jr. pick. So we all like Minnesota Detroit as a great fantasy game. Yep. So give me Jared Goff and Amara St. Brown. Love it. Oh, nice. Love it. I smell a winner right now, I think. <laughs> it smells like winning. Winner, <laughs> winner. All right. Very good. I like it. I like it. Okay. Guys, they definitely had over there. I got wished a couple of times by both of you. All right. I got Hawkinson, the Cowboys. I'm going to go with – give me – you know what? Dallas going to destroy him. I think they're going to throw the ball a lot in the first half, and that's all that C.D. Lame is going to need. That's what I'll take. C.D. Lame. Okay. My wide receiver, Nikki, you're up. You got Dak and Jamal Williams. I'm going to take, uh, let's see. I need a wide receiver. I, take, I don't first. think I've taken Thielen yet, so I'll take him. I don't, I don't think. think anybody has, but this is actually a good week to take. Oh, good pick. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, tight end. God, it's getting rough out here. Yeah. <sighs> getting late early. Give me Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau. Yeah. Why not? He does not. It sounds like he's in the like a cousin of Friar Muth. Friar Muth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have the Moreau and the Friar Muth coming over for a little croquet and tea. Cocaine tea? <laughs> what? Croquet. Croquet. Oh. <laughs> what kind of tea do you drink over there in uh, Miami? Well, actually. <laughs> Ah, prime time saying Schultz for Dallas. I think Nikki took him last week or two weeks ago and he did pretty good with him. Yeah, I've already right, taken Schultz before. I can take him. Yep. I think I took him too. Um, oh, yeah, I took him already. I need quarterback and wide receiver. No, quarterback and running back. I'm sorry. I will take uh, – hmm. okay, I haven't taken him yet. I might as well. Give me Austin Eckler. Oh, you haven't taken him yet? Ooh. No, I got a Have good I team right now. Oh, wait a minute. I don't, I don't think, think I've taken him yet. Oh, I don't know. find that next week. <laughs> I got Eckler. All right. Yeah, D, I've been, get I've been so down on the Chargers. I feel like I've missed out on their players. Oh. Yeah, I I know. He gets forgotten about. He's so damn good. Yeah. At that. He's amazing. Eckler's so good. So good. He is. Uh, so it's my last two picks. Yeah, you need a tight end and a defense to close it out for your team. Okay. Well, I'm taking this tight end just because I've run out of tight ends. So there's no rhyme or reason, but I'm taking Evan Ingram. And, okay. you know, hopefully he does something for me this week. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence finds him a couple of times. 
and um give me for the defense defense i don't believe i'm taking them yet so i have not give me the 49ers defense okay mm. all right i'm rooting for that <laughs> and i need a quarterback before nikki closes out her draft so give me she took dak i had dak and goff were both on my list um I think this is a good week to take Tua. Give me Tua in that Sunday night matchup. Waddle and Hill doing some beautiful things. All right. I'll take Tua. Nikki, you got to close it out with your defense now. Uh, I will take the Bengals defense. Okay. Ooh. Against the Browns. Counting on, us. Counting on the rust to continue. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so with that being said, here are our teams for fantasy, fan, freaky fantasy football draft week 14. Excuse me. Uh, Nikki, defending champion. Yes. Got a good team. Dak, Jamal Williams, Adam Thielen, Foster Moreau, and Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> I have got Tua, Tungavailoa, Austin Eckler, C.D. Lamb, T.J. Hawkinson, and the Cowboys. Damn, that's a good team. D, you've got golf. Uh, Jared Goff and Ahmad St. Brown hooking up along with Jeff Wilson Jr., Evan Ingram, and the 49ers defense. I think we all have pretty damn good teams this week. And that's not bad for week 14, you know, because we're running out of shit. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, It's getting rough. (laughs) Yeah, it is getting rough. That's pretty good. All right. So we got our teams in. And look, we got this competition going on all year long. Nikki, I think that you've won this team draft. That's pretty much over. I don't think there's any way that Dean and I can come back unless all your teams lose for like two weeks in a row. Um, the weekly records, me and D are right there. We only got five weeks left for this thing, and I got you by one right now, seven to six. Nikki's got three. And in the fantasy, the freaky fantasy football draft, even though Nikki won this past week, she's got four wins now. D with two, which is weird, and I have six, so I'm leading in that. So right now, D's got to come back on me in the weekly records and bust me up there to reclaim his category. But um, (laughs) house, um, we got a triple locks, and let me see. We all locked in Dallas. Both of you locked in Philly. Me and Nikki locked in Kansas City. And I locked in Seattle. Oh, and D, you locked in Vegas. I find that an interesting lock. I think they're going to win. We all do. Why'd you lock them over, like, maybe, like, Kansas City or something like that? Just to do, just like, a a different one, you know, that stood out to me. And the Rams are just done. I think, like, you can lock in almost anybody against the Rams now. We didn't even talk about this. They still have Baker Mayfield. We didn't even talk about this. Let's close out the show yeah. real quick with Baker Mayfield. We didn't even talk about it. So I feel like that was more yeah. of like a block for so 49ers can't get him. What yeah. do they need Baker Mayfield for? They don't. They're cock blocking you. That's, that's totally cock blocking you. said it. Yeah. <laughs> My D, it doesn't make it makes look, look, they're going nowhere this year. And of course, yeah. they're expecting Stafford to come back fully healthy next year, unless they're not. And they think Baker Mayfield can be the answer. I, I don't get it other than they're trying to prevent the 49ers from getting him. But why would they even care so much about the 49ers? Again, they're not going to the playoffs yeah. this year. They're yeah, out there. Unless, yeah, unless your Stafford point is that maybe Stafford's done. Maybe Stafford is just quietly, you know, going off into the sunset and they're looking for that replacement. And they're like, okay, Baker Mayfield, when our team is healthy, we are loaded. And Baker Mayfield can, you know, lead a loaded team. We've seen him do it when Cleveland Browns were loaded, made the playoffs. Yeah. So maybe Baker Mayfield can, Baker Mayfield, excuse me, can do that. Uh, and 
if it's really to block the 49ers, that is so petty. Like that's a level oh. of petty that I couldn't even imagine getting to. Like, cause you're out of it. And you're like, we're going to try to block them from getting a quarterback. I hope it is. I hope it is because it would enhance the rivalry so much. Like if they come out and say, hey, next, we just want to, we want to take a look at Baker. But the main reason we wanted to do this was to block San Francisco from getting them and make sure they got stuck with Mr. Irrelevant. I would love that. How about that? Man? I love that. That's like some housewives <laughs> petty type shit. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Got to read out the shout out real quick because I want to continue this before we get out of here. Really like you guys pod. This is from Affiliated Poppy. Thank you. As a fellow podcaster, I can tell you guys enjoy what you're doing. And I'm hitting the like button and the sub button, subscribing. We appreciate that. Yeah. Got to bounce. But thank you very much, man, for being part of the show also. Thank you so much, positive. man. I really appreciate yeah. that. We love that stuff, man. We love it when you guys come in and, and be part of the show. It's huge. That's why we do what we do. Uh, we wouldn't have anything without you guys. So really appreciate the compliment right there, man. But um, getting back to Baker real quick, Nikki, I just, it's like, really? It, it's so petty if they did that to really block the Niners. And again, I don't even, I can't understand the reasoning from any side. Why Baker? Like, why? And if Matthew yeah. Stafford is really done, do they really think Baker's going to be the guy to hook up with Cup for the next five, yeah. six, seven, eight? Why not draft the guy? Now they're in prime position to draft a young quarterback. But they don't have right. any draft picks, you know, because they, oh, they that's give right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. that's right. Good call. They yeah, gave them so away. They, they are the originator of fuck them picks. They yeah, are the you're right. So, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes yeah, to them, they have to find a veteran quarterback. Yeah. Man, but this is not the guy, Nikki. I don't Whatever. I mean, they, it was a petty move. I'm telling you, they're trying to cock block it. And that's, that's what it is. And I wonder if the Niners would have oh, done man. it. Do you think they should have, Nikki? Do you think if if Baker was available for San Fran, do you think they should have taken him? Probably, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think so too. I think so. This was a legit, like, no, you can't have him. That's it. Yeah. That's the only that's reason. Total yeah. cock block, man. D. Yeah. Because I think the 49ers would have to have considered it, you know, without a doubt, get a guy in that, you know, because you don't know what you're going to get out of Purdy. You really don't. We're just hoping yeah. for the best right now and him to not turn the ball over. You know what Baker Mayfield can do? And I, I think he would have been a decent fit because we wouldn't have had him to do a lot. Hand the ball off 40 yeah. times, throw it about 20, and just don't fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, mostly short screens to Debo and the CMC. Like you're not right. asking him to do too much. No. Um, and, and you guys, you guys signed like the ultimate journeyman, right? In uh, Josh oh, Johnson. Oh, Josh Johnson. Yes. I know. <laughs> Amazing. I can't believe they did that. But yeah, they needed a backup at this point, right? Because mm -hmm. I think Purdy was the only quarterback on the roster. <laughs> yeah, Purdy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, they needed somebody. But yeah, I think you guys would have looked at Mayfield and, and gave it serious uh, consideration. I wonder if you know your coaches came to CMC and was like, "Hey, should we sign Baker? What's his character like? Do you like him?" I wonder if they had that conversation. Yeah, and they may have, and I think they would have had to have had that conversation. Again, you would think that Baker Mayfield would yeah. be better than Brock Purdy coming in, but I like what Fred Warner said, our star all-pro middle linebacker. He said, Brock Purdy's been going up against the number one defense in practice every single week, and they have confidence in him. And again, he just does not – just don't screw it up and make a couple of good throws. And you know what? He threw the ball 37 times last week, guys. You don't do that unless you have confidence in this kid no matter what. And you know what? He completed 25 passes or 22, something like that. So I'm like, okay, okay, not bad, not bad. Yeah. Anyway, no, he look, he look good. Now, what happens when teams start to scout you? They find out some of your tendencies. That's right. where you really start to see, you know, what a quarterback is about. So I mean, it's going to be really okay. interesting. But I'm rooting for him. I love this type of story. I hope that he yeah. turns out to be like 
Saints are in it. So I would love to see like San Francisco and the Giants in the NFC Championship game and you guys going at it. <laughs> and it's Brock Purdy going against Daniel Jones. I would love to see that. Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be great. Who had that Giants. on their bingo card? Oh, uh, Mr. Primetime said, Purdy, are you kidding me against Tampa? Tampa's not a juggernaut anymore, man. They're just not. Yeah, they're, they're not. not the they're not good. Yeah, yeah their defense I mean, is okay. Like, they look good against the Saints. The Saints offense sucks. Like, they, they Tampa's just okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, they almost won that game. Taysom Hill hangs on to that football. Saints win. Yeah. Taysom Hill holds on to the football. If Mark Ingram doesn't get hurt on that run and go out of bounds, like they, yep. they, like yeah, they win the game. But he was—I can't blame him because he was hurt. But maybe he just lay down. I don't know. But he just—he went out of bounds and stopped the clock. So it's yeah, a lot of things had to go wrong for Tampa to win that game. A lot of things. I think Tampa's defense is—he's saying they're fifth in the league. I think it's ninth in the league. But either way, what we'll see how it goes. Anyway, oh, we got a bet well, in the house though. We, we got a bet. So oh. Oh, I think he's trying to say I'll buy you dinner. Okay. Yeah. You, you, oh, I thought it was a bet. I'll bet you dinner. I'll bet. All right. Well, I don't know if we're actually <laughs> going to be able to have dinner together because I don't know where the hell you live, but we could talk about that all fair. So we can. <laughs> How about dinner. whoever he lives closest to? Fair enough. Fair enough. And hey, door choice. dash it. Door yeah, dash. Door dash it. That's, That's true. Way to do it now. It's pretty. <laughs> oh man. All right. Let's get on out of here. It's getting late, Nikki. Before we do that. Tell them what's going on, girl. Oh, my gosh. So many things are going on. So many things. So many things are going on. Okay, you guys can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at NikkiNick9384. As you know by now, and if you don't know, it's right there. No, there. I'll get it one day. I don't know, right? I don't know. Three years of this, I still can't, I still can't get it right. Um, you guys can catch me in five minutes on the um, <laughs> the Kirby on Sports Podcast. I'll be on at 830, doing a little spot there, talking about the Giants, Oh, there's so much coming up for Giants, Eagles. I'm doing two shows on Friday, 6 and 6.30. I will tweet that out. Courtney show on Saturday because we just have to. Of course, <laughs> Monday night is rush hour at 7 o'clock. That is for the fans. You guys come in, vent, celebrate, whatever you want to do. We had a great show on Monday. Tuesday, New York Giants rush. Wednesday here. Of course, Woo! Sunday, channel side bets. Yeah. And after the season, I'm going to be on that island because – there I'm you tired. go. Right? <laughs> the break. Off season coming up for Tricky Nikki Gist, no doubt. All right. Well, first of all, we love you too, Mr. Prime. Thank yes. you. And you live in Detroit. Thank okay. You so, so I guess that means Nikki, you're getting. getting oh, all right. Okay. I'm close. We got to Miami. You. We got Arizona. We got New Jersey. So we're all scattered all over the damn place <laughs> over here. But that's the beautiful thing about technology, D. It brings us all together and they all listen to your show no matter where they are. Yes. And one of the reasons that. Nikki and Jason look so good is because they listen to my podcast, right? Yeah. And yeah. I do a few different podcasts. The one, my baby, the one I started with is The Real Deal with Damian Adams. You can go subscribe to that show. Each and every week, I'm dropping an episode, either one or two per week. Every Wednesday night, this is home, third and three podcast. If, you, if you're just joining in, you missed it, go subscribe on any podcast platform. You can listen later, or you can just watch the video later on YouTube. Either way. You'll go ahead and enjoy that. Uh, GSMC Boxing, that episode dropped earlier today. A lot of things going on in boxing right now. Very interesting as far as the business side and with the fight. So go check out that episode to check that out. And Tyson Fury said that he's the best heavyweight of all time. So I do a little fantasy Ooh. boxing to see how he would match up against other great heavyweights Ooh. in boxing history. I think people will enjoy that. And GSMC Basketball as well. I think I'll be dropping the episode on Friday morning. Uh, talking about things going on in NBA right now. NBA is very juicy right now. I know we'll start talking more NBA once 
NFL season ends and we'll get into our off season where we just get all wonky. You think it's wonky now? Yeah, when we'll bring back crazy trivia, we'll find out about the 9,000 different types of apples and everything yes. else. So, you know, yes. so just wait for that. Uh, but yeah, follow me on social media at The Real Deal WDA. I'm always dropping something, some type of post, some type of video, something to keep you engaged. So go ahead and check me out on social media as well. Really appreciate everybody chiming in today. You guys make it so much better. No yeah. doubt. Love it when you guys do that. Love it. And even when my pops comes in here and says, yep, Houston, we have a problem. 7 p.m. Houston. Nope, 7 p.m. Eastern. We know what you meant, Pop. It's all good. Thank you very much for that. He is, <laughs> yeah, my Pop, is he's a diehard of the show. And let me tell you something about my dad, for real, guys. He has no patience. He doesn't. He can't sit and just watch something unless it's the news for hours. So the fact that he actually watches and listens to this show for as long as we go on is an amazing feat in itself. So, Dad, thank you. Obviously, it means that you like it. You know, your mom is part of the show. Everybody's part of the show. And again, we got yeah. so to say our parents are our biggest fans. They, without a doubt. But, yes, you know, when like prime sure. time comes in. My, my mom, my mom tuned in today as well. Thank you, Ma. I appreciate uh, it. Awesome. All right. Love it. Love it. Yeah. The whole family. You. Senior profit. Thank you, sir. Yes, <laughs> yes. Senior profit. <laughs> uh, yes, the reason why I am the way I am with the sports, man. He is the guy. So, yeah, I still get together with my dad. We watch football on Sundays. Not every Sunday, but maybe every other. And it's great. I love it. Love it. Got to keep it alive, man. So as for the Sports Profit, catch me on Twitter, Sports Profit 1. That's the number one. That's profit as in seeing in the future, not winning you money. Although we are winning you money on this show, pay attention to the par right. pays. They are happening. And pay attention. In a couple of days, I'm going to be doing the breakdown of the spread for each game, picking against the spread. If it was anything like last week, you guys are going to make a whole shitload of money. In the regular games, I was 14-0-1. How I did that, I don't know. But the profit... That's how you get born right there. Things happen. Anyway, so I'll keep you guys in tune for that show. But again, third and three is where it's at. Every Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern. This is where you'll find us. Week 15 is next time. We'll catch you then. We'll see you later. We're out of here. Peace. Bye.